Hello and welcome back to Bourbon and Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon and Stuff. And as always, here's my punk ass husband, E. Hello. <laughs> He's over here making like stupid fucking faces and saying dirty things to try to get me to giggle during this. So I'm sorry, guys. And you know what? It's working. <laughs> So, uh, I hope everyone's uh, self-isolation, self-isolation. Okay, for the record, this is our first recording of the night. We have barely had a couple of sips. Yeah. That is just how you are. Yeah, that's just my, so, my ridiculousness. For, for those that are under... Yeah, so I hope that everyone's like self-isolation and social lockdown, distancing. social distancing, and just all of this bullshit. I hope it's going well. I hope that you have a nice glass of bourbon in front of you or whiskey or wine or whatever the hell makes you happy be that you're it, be it 8 p.m or 8 a.m yes, we don't care you're spending we don't time judge. with family and you're making the best out of a super super shitty situation yes so with that being said with all that being out said, of the way uh we are doing a new product today that we have never actually spoken about but we have had a little bit of experience with before and the first time going in we didn't have as good of a reaction as we could have, but we had done so in a blind tasting after trying many, many, many other things. Yes, because um, as many of you are aware, your experience with a whiskey will drastically vary based on what you've had before, mm -hmm. be it food or other alcohol, and also the environment you're in. And for this particular one, our palates were pretty well blown out by five other whiskeys right before this one blind. So we weren't able to really get into it, pick up a lot of the notes and um, just experience this in a clean palate environment. But we are tonight. And I have to say, our preliminary notes, we are much happier with this. And what is it that we are going to be uh, trying tonight? Someone else can't talk. <laughs> we English are, number one. Yeah, we are going to be talking about Chattanooga Whiskey 111 Cask, which is a straight bourbon whiskey. From Tennessee. From Tennessee. It is a Tennessee bourbon. <laughs> On the bottle, it says bourbon, but it's Tennessee. <laughs> I'm not going to go further into that. Okay, so uh, I say this is Chattanooga Whiskey. Um, this was gifted to us from a representative of Chattanooga Whiskey, so thanks, Chris. And to put it out there, we are not being coerced to do this review, we are not being paid to do this review, and this will be our honest, no-holds-bar opinion of this. And if we don't like it, we will shit on it. Yeah. Uh, so we did not pay for this, uh, but it does go for about $45. In our area right now, it's about 39 so yeah. it really just depends on your region, but that's the suggested MSRP by Chattanooga Whiskey. They do have one other product, uh, which we will talk about after we... Two? Two other products. Well, dang it. We'll get to those in a minute. Uh, this has one of the more unique corks that I've ever seen because the it's a cork. entire thing is made out of cork. Yeah, it, it looks like it's a cap with a cork in the center. No, it's just a cork that is shaped like a cap with a cork. Yeah. And uh, it has, <laughs> you know, the, the Chattanooga whiskey uh, such burned onto the top of the cork. But uh, it... Um, that actually is burned on there. Look at that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cork, which is so strange to me. Uh, but it's, it's kind of cool. 
we don't know anything about the percentages of mash bill, but I will let E go ahead and talk to you about what goes into the bottle and maybe a little bit about some of the grains that may yes. seem less familiar. Absolutely. So um, this is technically a four grain um, by all definitions. It is made by made of yellow corn, malted rye, caramel malted barley, and honey malted barley. <laughs> now those two, there is no caramel added. There is no honey added. It is literally um, barley that goes through the malting process where they create the germination um, by providing moisture and... Um, I guess warmth and darkness to help the seeds sprout or begin to sprout. And then they apply heat to kill the process before the enzymes that are created within this, within the grain uh, can actually eat all the sugars inside of it. Um, that is just malted barley. Now, when you go into honey malt and caramel malt, rather than just heating it to the point that you're stopping the germination, you're also cooking some of the sugars in it and depending upon how long you cook the the grain will determine how dark of a grain you have and what um, flavor profile you're going to get. So honey malt is to a certain point, caramel malt is a bit farther out than that, so it's a much darker. And with those, you get a little bit more roasty, um, sometimes almost bitter, acrid taste. And these are grains that are mainly used in um, homebrew. Mm -hmm. or, or brewing. But that's not to say that this product tastes like beer. No, no, that, well, it may or may not, but those are grains that are used in that. A lot of, yeah. the main flavors that you'll get that would make this seem very beer-like are probably going to be hops, which yeah. this contains none of. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, now that that's out of the way, this has a seven-day ferment, which is significantly longer than the ferments from pretty much any other place that we've visited. As far as like major commercial yes. distilleries. Uh, it is average of three high-end five or four days. Yeah. yeah. Um, and on low-end two. I don't think I've really seen a two. 1792. 1792? Ah. ah. Well, no, it wasn't two days. It was like two hours well, for that was their the, process. That was the cooking of the Yeah, batch. which was Not... way, way, way shorter than like any other process we'd, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd heard but, of. But I still believe they had a three-day ferment. Yeah, okay. So seven days is... Um, it's a nice, long, drawn-out ferment, which means that it's not going to put as much stress on the yeast, which means you're not going to get as many off flavors as you would otherwise, yeah. um, for those that care about that kind of thing. How old is this? <laughs> um, this is, for for craft distillery, this is a minimum of two years, as uh, because there's an age statement on the bottle that says such. Yeah. And, good. Uh, it is non-shell filtered, and just in case you didn't catch it earlier, this is... 111 proof or 55.5 ABV. Yeah, so it's cask strength, which comes from the name. <laughs> okay. That uh, was quite a bit of rambling. A little bit, but we got through it. And we gave our lovely listeners a lot of useful information. Yeah. Um, with all that being said, we'll go ahead and take our breaks now, and we'll be back with our nosing and tasting. All right, we are back, and uh, let's just get right into it. Sounds like a plan. All right. 
Okay, so a lot of the oak and a little bit of the corn and a lot of cinnamon. Yeah, on the nose, that's after we've let it breathe for, at this point, close to 12 or 13 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the oak is very pronounced in a, in a pleasant way. Um, the corn sweetness, cinnamon, and I dare say a little bit of that, that caramel or toffee. Yes. Is definitely coming through. Okay, and the last thing we're going to talk about, we sat and debated about. For a good five plus minutes. Because we could not figure out exactly what it was. And then I took one sniff focusing and it snapped. And what did we figure out the smell was? Okay, so on the nose, there is a very distinct sweetness that we, that we were both picking up. Um, that neither of us could really put our finger on, and then it finally clicked. It's the sweetness that you get when you go into a Rick house that angels share evaporated uh, ethanol from the barrels that is just a so unique sweetness that I can't even. <laughs> yeah, so walking into a Rick house, for those of you who haven't been in one, it is... It is heavily oaked. It is this deep, rich, dark, syrupy smell of, like, evaporated bourbon. And it's so unique and it's so delicious. And, and I'm actually getting that. If Like, yeah. go back in? Yeah. 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 And it's just like opening the door to a rickhouse and walking in. And that's what this smells like. And, and I, I apologize for those of you who haven't been to a rickhouse. But let me tell you, if you want to smell one, just get this dang bottle. And specifically, Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Like... Theirs it has just the most rich and unctuous smell. And and we have been in many of our casts. <laughs> yes, we have. And I've got to say, I love the nose of this. I could yeah. live in this nose because yeah, of that reason alone. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, okay, are you ready to go into tasting? I sure am. It's a little warm on the palate. A little bit, but it's not aggressive. No. The warmth isn't on, like, the tongue. The warmth is on the back of the throat and down the chest. It is. Um, oh, my God, though. That's a that's so much better than the first time we ever had it. It is. Um, it, we also had the ability to let it breathe for a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's in better glasses, and it's a fresh palate. And so... It is a lovely blend of, like, fruity and caramely... Apple. Yeah. Apple. Not apple. fruity, dang it. Apple. Apple's tart, a fruit. Tart, green, Granny Smith, apple. Specifically. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it is tart. Um, the Those barrel spices and that oak influence is mm -hmm. definitely there. Yeah, but it's not tannic mm -mm. at all. And you say barrel spice, I say cinnamon spice. I'm getting cinnamon on the finish, but that spicy barrelage I'm getting on the palate. Okay. Um, there's also a lot of kind of, I want to say caramel, but I want to lean more towards toffee because it's a bit more burnt sugary it's, syrup. It's, it's roasty. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. It's more like, like burnt. Which could very well come from the uh, the specialty malts that they use. It could, and uh, that's delicious. Yeah, I, I think that they're definitely doing um, the unique grain mash bills very well. I am a huge fan of bourbons 
that give that kind of apple-y flavor because I am a little Shinigami. Mm -hmm. um, For those that aren't aware, this is a reference to the anime Death Note. Yeah. <laughs> but I digress. Yes. And this has that because my palate is just inundated with apple and cinnamon right now. Yeah. Um, and I find that absolutely amazing. I think that... They have a good yeast strain, that's They for sure. absolutely do, because it doesn't give off any sort of not overly nutty, not boiled, not bitter, yeah. not aggressive. It's a very fruity, floral, happy yeast. Yeah. Um, for those that are unaware, um, if you ever pick up any, any real fruity notes in your whiskey, it's because of the strain of yeast that they used. Uh -huh. Um, and the same could be said about nutty or, or like roasted or boiled peanuts. Like those are notes that, that are derived from the yeast in the fermenting process. Yeah. So, um, I think that my only true qualm with this is that it's a little bit sweeter than what I would normally go for. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and anyone who's not into sweet bourbons may not be a fan of it. Yeah, if you're more of the if you're herbaceous into more, yeah. or spicy, this is That's not... what I was going to say. If you're into the more spicy, peppery, dry, uh, oak-heavy type of bourbons, then this may not be for you. Yeah. Um, it, it drinks really friendly for 111 proof. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do greatly appreciate the the roastiness that we're getting and the the balance of fruity and sweet and spicy is is nice um for 40 dollars, this is not bad and for a two-year-old bourbon this tastes really good and i can't wait to see what they do when they hit four six eight ten years yeah they they've done really really well for a two-ish year bourbon uh, with that being said, do you know offhand the other products that are available on the market? So there's the 91 proof, mm -hmm. um, which I believe uses the same mash bill. I could be mistaken on that one. And then they have um, one that I believe has a bit wider distribution out the gate, um, but is going away. And that is the Chattanooga 1812 which was um, their sourced products that they uh, they initially started with because they are a craft distillery and they needed to start somewhere to bring in some capital so they could make their own product. 1816. Is 1816, not 1812? Nope, 1816. Man, I was close. <laughs> I was close. 1816. All right. This is why you don't trust me 100%. I have an approximate knowledge of things. And 1816 came in at 113 proof, so not too bad. No, not at all. Um, give me just one second, because I am seeing a mash bill for, uh... For the 1816? For the 1816. So Which I'm, is different than this. Yeah, so I'm actually seeing if their website has... It doesn't. I looked. Aww. It's Okay. Well, they have a bunch of other... They have an experimental series. They have a... Uh, the Discover series is what this comes from, which is the 91 and 111, which is the Tennessee High Malt. And, you know, just check out ChattanoogaWhiskey.com. They'll give you some more information on all the random things you can find for them. 
Oh, okay. Um, Do we have an actual mash bill from... No, uh, 1816 is a Solera. Okay. I I have varying opinions on Solera casks, but that's just me. And it does not look like that's going anywhere. Well, then I was mistaken. Yes. And uh, please excuse our ignorance for this. Um, Chris, if you are listening, please do let us know the actuality of information regarding 1816 and the comings and goings of that, if that's something that you guys plan on maintaining, and if the distribution is better than the current 91 and 111. Um, we do have our reservations about Solera simply because Solera cask items have never been good to us. My only complaint, and I'll keep this very concise, if you're going to do a Solera and you're going to have an age statement on it, make the age statement be the youngest product in the barrel. Because that's all. That just Legally, that's what it should be. But unfortunately, that's not the case. I know, and it's bullshit. Especially with rum, where the opposite is true. You can just put the oldest age statement. Yeah. Okay, I'm not ranting on that. That is <laughs> that is a jar of bees that I am not going to open. It's okay. Okay, we're done rambling about this bullshit. So, it's fine. So, TLDR, Charity Whiskey, I like you. I think you're good. I think the 111 is fantastic. It's definitely uh, more my, my style with the apples and the spices and the proof. A little bit sweeter than what I'd normally go for, but I think that you can hold your own in a drink if you really wanted to. Sure. And I'd buy it again. Okay. Would you have multiples? Probably. Personally? I like it. I don't think I like it enough to have multiples, but I definitely make sure to keep at least one on the shelf at all times. Yeah, so I don't have a lot of experience with it so far, but I think if I test it in a couple of different drinks... Sure. ...and see where it goes from there, then I might be like, yeah, I want more of this, like now it might do good in the blood orange cocktail it might yeah i mean anything does good yeah, in the, the, blood orange cocktail. the sweetness of this would probably do really well with the acidity of that yes okay okay so thumbs up thanks again chris you are amazing i look forward to hearing from you about some information i'll kind of point this in your direction and if we learn some more about this We'll update you guys on it because... There might be a bonus. We're, we're wrong sometimes, and that's what? okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> stay safe, wash your hands, social distancing, yada yada. Please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. I forgot my name for just one second. How could you forget that? <laughs> and uh, if you choose to support us, you can do that by listening to us. Uh, that helps in all sorts of ways. You can share our link with other people who you think will be amused by our bullshit, or you can donate directly to the channel. Any and all absolutely help. Yeah. And with that, remember that all whiskeys, even Tennessee bourbons, are meant to be shared. <laughs>